Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Dirty Monsanto. Hey, what's going on, Steve-O? Jeez, man. Hey. Yeah, uh, we're, yeah we're, we're pretty tired. Oh, man, dude, I am... Yeah, so we were talking about it before uh, the good old podcast record button was clicked. And, uh, yeah, you know, two out of three ain't bad, and I'll take it, you know. But uh, I went to bed at 6 o'clock in the morning, still found the will to wake up in a frantic manner, uh, not knowing if I was awake on time or not. Uh, Oh, hey, hey, uh, breaking news. Uh, Check your phone there, uh, good old Steve-O. Let's see. uh, Let's see. Uh, oh, we might have a late straggler. We might have a late straggler to the game. Let's see what happens. Don't reply. Let's see if he does it or not. Uh, so, yeah, we'll wait and see what happens. But yeah, you know, as I was saying before, we were interrupted by good old uh, Goose Arena, who's not on right now. Uh, we are sleepy fellows. We live yeah. lives. We have responsibilities, and yeah. you know, we may. Or, or may not go to sleep at our bedtime as mother has requested us to do so and you know and stay up a little bit later and uh you know it, it is what it is but we still found we still found the way to get here and that's all yeah. that matters so uh lord eldon lord stephen of eldon I appreciate your presence being here, and of course, I am Tank Rodriguez. You are listening to Dirty Masenko, the podcast where we just talk about almost. I mean, at this point, we talk about anything. <laughs> uh, Mostly dork nerd stuff. Yeah. Around video games and anime. anime. Yeah. Every so, once in a while. and we have a, we. I think we have something really great to talk about anime, which I'm, I'm really excited about. Uh, but first and foremost, I will ask how you're doing and if you've, if anything you've been playing or watching. Nah, man, it, it's mainly been, it's kind of the same stuff as last week. Um, okay. The Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, you know, I noticed it, it I, I, you know, I had talked about it before and then last week. I, I like the play style of Final Fantasy VII the Remake. Sometimes a little bit of the story is kind of meh. Like I, I, I'm trying to think of a, a game to compare it to. Like sometimes, like the, uh, like a lot of those, uh, some of those an, anime type uh, games, where you know it, it it plays like you're watching an anime, and then like some of the actions and some of the like, like if a, okay, here's a good example. Like let's say like um you know. So, uh, a character's taken the back and go, oh, oh, you know, like, it's yeah. just like that surprise anime, like, it, it's in the ga- it's in this game, you know, <laughs> which is, eh, you know, because the, the original Final Fantasy VII, you don't, you don't get that, you're just, you're left to interpret, you know, how their reaction really is, there's only like, a little bit of animation or movement, they're not talking, so you, it's left to your imagination, I kind of like that a little bit. Right. And, and now that you see it in Final Fantasy VII with voice actors and, and, and improved animation, it's all right. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's just, and, and I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get more to the, 
you know, the main parts of the game where you, you're really introduced to Sephiroth a little more. Uh, maybe when you're, you know, uh, kind of into more main points of the game. I'm not there yet. I'm kind of sidetracked a little bit, you know? Yeah. So, um... Why do you even have to ask? Just join. Join, Goose. Goose is asking us if he can join folks. Oh, here, let me, let, me, let, me, let me call him. Let's see. See, you know, we, we, try, we try to keep it professional here, ladies and gentlemen. And, you know, we are, we are uh, riddled with incompetence at times. And by no means am I saying Goose is incompetent, but by no means am I not saying he is incompetent. <laughs> and I'm only saying that because he's not on the line right now. Um, but, yeah, let's see if he joins up. But go ahead and continue. Oh. Sorry, sorry to rudely interrupt you. Uh, oh, by yeah, yeah, by incompetence, by laziness, um, <laughs> by <laughs> by lack of will. I'm kidding, of course. Goose, are you on? Yo. <laughs> oh, hey, oh, bud. Yeah. Hey. 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 <laughs> hey. Good morning, sunshine. How you doing? What? What'd you say? I said I'm so sorry, guys. Oh, it's okay. We have, we we were just waiting. We haven't recorded yet, so. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so what? What? what so what do you want to talk about today? What? What do you want to talk about? Uh, well, uh, we can talk about. Dude, I'll be honest with you, man. Just woke up right now. All right, so I'm out of it. Okay, that's fine. We're already recording, so this is. I just wanted to see what you what you had in mind. <laughs> I didn't do it. Yeah, he, he's. Uh, that tank is a tricky. He's a tricky one. <laughs> Goose, good morning, man. I'm I'm just glad that you're here, man. Don't even worry about it. We'll we'll take care of the rest, okay? Yeah, we we've been a. Uh, uh, we've all been kind of sleepy. We've all yeah, been, we, we started the podcast tired. Yeah, uh, it's rough. It's a rough morning, but, bro. As I was saying, Final Fantasy. So I was telling Tank uh, Goose about what I've still been. I've still been playing Final Fantasy VII Remake, and it's more of like I'm 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 loving the action. I'm loving the you know the, the battle system in this game, uh, but the story is kind of a little weird at this point. Or it's just the the way it's uh, I don't know the way it's flowing is kind of strange to me. Um, but again, this is coming from someone who's played Final Fantasy VII, the original, and you're just like, this is how it's supposed to sound. This is how it was. This is how it's supposed to be, uh, you know, compared to what I was, what was in my head back in, you know, the early 2000s playing this game. Yeah. So it's it's just, and I, you know, to be fair, again, I I'm, I haven't played it fully, so maybe there's other parts. Late in the game, they're like, "Oh, okay, this is actually really good," but I'm not there yet. So, but I, I play more for the action. I, I do like, you know, the combat flow of this game, and yeah. um, still, it's it's. I mean, it's impressive. It's impressive that they can do a remake, um, and actually, the um, aesthetic and everything around it, you know, the the world they built um, is actually really cool to look at. So, um, I'm I'm still just kind of piecing here and there, but of course. You know, I, I, I play bits and pieces here and there in Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm still playing Elden Ring, man. Come on. I, I, I have to keep playing Elden Ring um, just because um, I've got to a point. I've already beat the game the second time, 
But now I'm kind of like, now I'm going to start experimenting with like, you know, by the way, with Elden Ring, I have like a crap ton of weapons, you yeah. know, like a lot of stuff, man. And I've been like, I want to try this one now. And I want to see if how I play the game, if I can, can I beat the game with these weapons instead of my trusty old Moonvale Katana? Because uh-huh. that's, you know, I mean, I love that weapon. It's the greatest, but, you know, can I do, can I do it better with something else? Or can I, can I play a different style and still beat the game? So, yeah. Hey, now it's more of experimentation. So, so last week we talked about, and I, I didn't look into it, but you'd mentioned like you play it nine times. So after your ninth time, do you lose all those weapons? You don't really lose anything. No, you don't lose anything. Um, so it's not, uh, it's not really like prestiging then. Right. You can't, well, I mean, you can't, basically if you get to that ninth time, you can't redo it over again. And you're just left to stay in that world. You can't play with the story over again. So you know what I mean? pretty much just left to to like roam the open map right exactly exactly I interesting mean, interesting the whole point is there's 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 six different endings of this game oh. i've only done i've only done two of them i've only oh, had two of them oh gotcha, gotcha so i mean you could do you so but you got nine chances to get there you know yeah and then after that ninth chance hey now it, like you said you're open world you can do whatever you want but i mean you kind of like you know you, you kind of like playing through the story again or not so much the story there's really it's not really there. There is a story, quote unquote, with Elden Ring, but it's not like a, it's not a structured story. It's it's just like the game. It's open world. It's wherever you want to go, whatever you want to do with it. Yeah. You know. So, um, in a way, that's again what appealed so to so many people uh, playing Elden Ring. Um, it's just like, what do I have to follow this linear story? No, you can do whatever you want. You you can go you can go here. You, you don't you, have to, you don't have to interact with anybody if you don't want to. I mean, it's certainly your call. Yeah. Um, but um, so that's pretty much what I've been doing. It's, it's pretty much Elden Ring and Final Fantasy VII. Um, and uh, yeah, I just haven't felt the need to play anything else right now. So so I'm going to send you a link uh, after the podcast or both of y'all. Uh, so we could talk about it next week. And, uh, you know, we were supposed to talk about Sega, weren't we? We're supposed to yeah. talk, yeah. Soccer, Sonic Frontiers. Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> oh, my God. I just, it just, just dawned nice. on me. It is dawned on me. I, I forgot to look that up. My bad. It's been a busy week. Anyway, uh, we'll, t- we'll 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 uh, table that for next week. Uh, but I do want to talk. I, I do want to send you a link because uh, one of my favorite favorite things of, of the year, which is, it was kind of stifled from the pandemic, and uh, it it didn't have it. It was only online based at that time for like the past two and a half, well two years. Uh, it's the games done quick. It's like a speed running. Uh, uh, not convention, but speed running event uh, held on Twitch, and dude, if not thousands of people show up uh, uh, to this, you know, to to this place, and they do different, you know, and then select people uh, do different types of speed runs. And one of the speed runs this year, it finally came back uh, to where it's you know a public audience versus just online. Uh, they did Elden Ring, and this dude did it in 33 minutes and 58 seconds. Oh, it yeah. is so fun to watch because, one, I i mean, I don't know. But the only thing I really know about Elden Ring is the little I've read and everything you've told me. So um, I'm like, what's going on here? So it, I, want that, I, I want that to be your homework, Steven. <laughs> that way, like, yeah. you watch, you're like, yeah, that's that's fucking crazy. Like, what the hell so, is so- so the question I'm going to have as I'm watching this is um, definitely what did he do? Was he level one? Because I, I mean, you know, uh, that's, a, that's a, it can be, you know, I, I can beat the game, you know, pretty easy 
but I'm level 300. So, yeah. you know, that's an easy, I mean, I have the stats to do it. You right. know, I have more, I have more respect for somebody who can just like do it bare bones. They know how to, they, they, they know the movements of all the, of the bosses or, or the enemies that they fight and know exactly where to go. So I'll be curious to see what happens, what I, what I see. I mean, yeah, so yeah, definitely send me that tank. I'm, I'm curious now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now I'll definitely send that over after this. Uh, but, um, yeah, it's uh, uh, really quick, uh, Goose. You, I, you, I mean, again, it's been a busy week for all of us, so uh, I'm, uh, you know, I understand. Uh, have you been playing? I, I know you watched something, and we're gonna get into that, so don't mention it just yet. Uh, but have you been playing anything? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I'll be honest. Uh, lately, I've been playing just nothing but mobile games since that's what that's I can afford. Yeah, I can afford. But uh, I got I got hooked um, a long time ago, like. Probably like three years ago, I I remember playing this game called Days After. Uh-huh. It's more like a zombie uh, apocalypse game. I really enjoy that. Um, but they came out with an update, and I just I saw it come up on on, on the Apple um, on the uh, on the store. So I I re-downloaded it, and one thing with the reason why I stopped playing it is because it felt so big, like. When I, when I was when I was playing it originally, once you got to a certain level, again you, you were also required to purchase an item just to move forward. But it was um, it was just a plan. Like if you, uh oh, goose, if you went to, goose, you're like, breaking up. All right, how about now? Okay, you're good. <laughs> all right, so like there, there's like there's like a um. Goose, Steve, are you still there? Yeah, still there. Okay. Well, you know it happens, folks. And uh, <laughs> we'll see what we'll see what if Goose comes back or not. If you can hear you me, Goose, go. Yeah, I know, but you're, we can't hear you. See, we still can't hear you right now. How about now? Yes. All right. How about now? Yes. All right. Better. Yes, keep going. Right. <laughs> You're good, good. What I was saying was that there's like an there's like a an army bunker in the game, right? That you have to fight to get through. Um, there's like different levels of zombies, but you can't really progress through that particular um, uh, level without having a certain level of weapon. Uh, so I think you need like five AK, AKs, a couple grenades, and maybe some C4. Just to get through it, and I, and if I remember correctly, the reason why I stopped playing is because if you wanted to get past that level, you had to spend fifty four dollars, pretty much. God, right? Bless America. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I pretty much stopped playing it. I, they came up with an update. They completely revamped their 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 uh, their gameplay. Um, it, it still felt very similar. The controls were very similar, um, but I'm pretty much back to level one. I'm I'm gonna see if it's the same, you know, because pretty much I was just grinding on. I was collecting uh, materials. You got to craft your own weapons. Uh, but, of course, in order for you to craft it, you have to collect those materials just to craft it um, and, and get the workbench. So right now I'm still working on getting the workbench right now. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I still enjoy it. Uh, it's still fun for me. Um, so we're going to see if it gets to that point where they're also going to require me to purchase, you know, those guns just to get past that. Cause the bunker, the bunker isn't actually in the game that, that I can see. 
uh, when I when I first started playing, you could actually visit the bunker on level one, you know, um, and you could pick up some like low level tier items like uh, like, a, like a handgun or or a machete. Um, so we're gonna see if uh, if that's still there. Cool, cool. And uh, did you are you still playing uh, Diablo? I am still playing Diablo Immortal, and I'm still grinding on that too. So. <laughs> it's been it's been a week now, and I have uh, progressed maybe one level. So we'll Ew. we'll see. That's yeah. horrible. That's how you get. That's how Blizzard gets you. That's how they get you. Oh man. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, I'm still enjoying it though. Yeah, I mean, are, no, it, are, but can you? But you've been grinding a week, and you progressed like one level. Yeah. Well, when I say a week, remember it's not a week like through so it's been like maybe 15 minutes here 20 minutes there maybe 30 minutes here so you know that that's what i mean by grinding so i haven't grind like full full three four hours gotcha gotcha. yeah and i mean you know and 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 i i think again what might be the i want to say the genius part of blizzard but you know with the immortal game it's just i mean if they make the gameplay really good the, the cool thing about diablo has always been like i mean man it you can get to plow down enemies and it makes you feel right. good about it. Yeah. So, you know, it, but for those again, who just like, man, I really want that legendary armor or something. I mean, just play Diablo three. Don't do Diablo immortal. Yeah. Cause you're going to be, if you're like, if you're playing as much as goose is playing, it's going to be months, maybe longer. Doing the same thing over like and over. Yeah. You, you yeah. Know, it, rem- it, it reminds me of, um, uh, Borderlands. I'm not sure if y'all played it or not. Yeah, yeah, uh, I did. So it's like, I I didn't know what to expect when I first started playing it. So like, you go in if you don't know, you go in, and you notice like you get raided, like you get raided by the enemy a lot, and it's just you, you and maybe one other person uh, if you're playing multiplayer, and um, you notice at the very beginning like, what the hell, dude? I'm like fucking losing. Like what what like you're just constantly losing at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. So you you're doing a lot of retreating to find more ammo, to find more you know, uh, find more health uh, that way you don't die, or you're finding out that you die a lot, and you're figuring out one second, excuse me, you're figuring out that you have to uh, you be strategic about what you do in order to level up and be, and then as you progress, you start you slowly start to see like you're able to blast through these enemies a lot quicker than than the beginning. But the only difference is you don't need freaking money, you know, to, to do it. It takes a while sometimes. Like, I'm playing, I think I'm playing Borderlands 3 uh, here and there. I haven't played in months, but um, it, it, it it takes a while, yes, if you're not consistent with it. You're not playing it all the time. But, again, you don't have to pay any money. That's like the, I think that's the biggest thing in there. It just it just pisses me off so much. Anyway, we're not going to get on that tangent again. We've talked about it. <laughs> and real quick, I, I think that's the part of the mobile game the mobile game is intended for individuals who are playing on the go or playing throughout the day or you know so it, it kind of i can see the business strategy it's a smart business strategy really you know where if you've been playing the game as much as me and you can get frustrated really easily and kind of give into paying that ten dollars or fifteen dollars to get you to the next level um I don't know where I was going with it, but yeah, it's I, well to me, and I'm not saying you're wrong. I mean, if that's how you, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. But to me, it's a scummy business, you know, business uh, business move yeah. there. 
it's 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 crappy because you want to enjoy the game, and then next time, and then you know you start to notice like, man, I'm I'm paying fifteen dollars every time I'm playing this game. Like, at some point, I could have bought this game, you know, or Diablo <laughs> three, you know, maybe like yeah. the first the the first or third purchase there, you know. And it would have um, given you that feeling. It would have given you that feeling that you're exactly, going somewhere, exactly. you know. So yeah, but you know, it is what it is. We'll see what happens, and uh, I'm very on the. I mean, God. Bless America! Freaking Diablo Four looks amazing. Uh, so I, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna play it. I'm not gonna even pretend like <laughs> I'm not going to. Um, but uh, you know, speaking of Diablo, I guess we could. Oh, actually, you know, before we do that, uh, really quick story on my end. Uh, you know me, guys. I am a part-time reseller slash full-time, I guess. Um, and I look for clothes, electronics, and I do also, you know, look for video games as my main uh, kind of deal. So, went to a store, and they had, like, not low-tier video games, but, like, low-ish. Like, you know, if there's if it's a grade from, like, A to, a to C, like, I found, like, B-grade video games, you know, in between my, what, how I saw it. Nothing, like, top-tier or middle-tier, uh, just very kind of, like, in, like... Right above low, and uh, and they were relatively cheap, and uh, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna get these. You know, I, I can make I can make a little profit of them. So I get back and I'm cleaning them, and I'm like, oh man, I haven't played this game in a while. Oh man, you know what? I never got around to playing that game as a kid. I'll probably check it out. I ended up buying like sixty dollars worth of games, and I'm keeping them all. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one I bought was uh, Driver Two. Oh, that's that's not even that's not even close. Driver two. Okay. Driver two. Uh, the other one was uh, Star Wars Rebel Assault two, and this is on the PS one. Both of them. Uh, nice. Star Wars, yeah. Uh, Croc, uh, Legend of the Gobbos. That's actually a really good game. Uh, I I remember playing that one as a kid. Uh, this one I might sell. I'm not sure. Uh, but it's the Rugrats game. Uh, on PS one. But but it has. Oh. I I remember playing it, and you can play as Reptar, and that was actually kind of cool. And. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I had some other ones. I'm not sure where they went though. Dude, um, did you want to? Did you want to eat those Reptar bars? Absolutely, like as them? a kid. Dude. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> made them look delicious. You know, uh, got Need for Speed Underground on the PS2, and nice. uh, one I'm really excited to check out because it looks interesting. Uh, and it's obviously it's, it's since it's the greatest hits uh, uh, version. Uh, Dark Cloud on PS2. Uh, I've never played it, but I mean I've heard a lot of good things about it. So. Uh, just I got I got a couple of more I'm not sure where they went but anyway I uh, just want to you know talk about a little bit of video game stuff on my end uh, hey Goose you finished uh, Stranger Things didn't you I did okay I did. and before we jump into it uh, just I'm gonna ask you yes or no questions uh, no need to elaborate because we are going to elaborate in a few minutes here um, were you expecting it uh, no and do you, uh, did you like it? Yeah, did I you, did. Did you have any problems with it? Yes. Okay. Cool. So before we begin, I'm gonna give a I'm gonna give our audience a five second head start when I count, uh, because we are going to be talking about spoilers, and I'm really excited about this. So if you don't like this, you can turn it off in five, four, three, two, one. And now <laughs> I'm just kidding. Five, four. A three, a two, and a one. Uh, yeah. So my favorite character in Stranger Things four dies, and 
Uh, mm. Eddie, good old Eddie Munson, a rip, bud. And, uh, you know, yeah, I want to know, I, before I say anything, I want to know y'all's thoughts. And, and, you know, we'll go with uh, with, with uh, Steven, Steve-O here. How, how did you feel about it? Or what did you think about the, the, uh, the, seri- the, the season in general? I mean, it's a really, I mean, it, it, so it, kind of our discussion last week where, you know, we did like how it built up. Season four is building up really well. And then you got your part one, which is the bulk of the episodes, and your part two, which is only two episodes. And in those two episodes, a lot of stuff like moves way pretty quickly. Um, but, I mean, overall, I still thought it was, you know, even as quick as the last two episodes were, I still felt it was a, a pretty complete, you know, uh, it was a pretty complete, pretty complete season. Um, and I mean, I wasn't really, I wasn't really, uh, I mean, I loved Eddie, Eddie Munson as a character. I think it was great. Um, but I had, I didn't expect him to die, but I understood why he died because they did that in season two with, uh, I'm sorry, I forgot the character's name, but it was played by, um, uh, John Aston. Yeah, yeah. Sam. Uh, Sam White and, and, uh, and Lord of the Rings. So, you know, he, they, it, they do, the Duffer brothers, I don't know, just have this way of, they're going to make you fall in love with the character, and then they can take that character away. And so, because I saw that in season two, I knew in season four, I, I'm not as shocked. I mean, well, it's, it's sad. It's, 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 he was a great character. Absolutely. But I, I'm not as shocked. I'm not as shocked. Not, not because, because I know the Stranger Things. I'm, 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 you know, I'm not, I, I'm not shocked either. Like, I, I, I'm not yeah. shocked because, um, I'm sure, I mean, it's obvious too, towards the end, uh, yeah. that one of their, uh, one of their influences is Stephen King, right? Mm-hmm. And if you listened or read Stephen King's book, uh, called, uh, uh, On Writing, it's not, I mean, it's a, it's, it's, it's not like a, a it's not, it's it's a nonfiction book where he talks about his writing style, and you know gives tips and tricks, and uh, what should I call it? Uh, he talks about killing your darlings, and I think this was a very, very not so much like a um what what's the what's the word I'm looking for like a cop out, <laughs> like towards like okay well we're not gonna kill our darlings but we're gonna kill someone like. That could have been a darling, and mm-hmm. and you know what I I I'm like like I again not surprised but I think I think yeah it was a it was a right call otherwise who are you gonna kill you know what I mean like you have to kill someone great like I wouldn't I I wouldn't care if Nancy died I wouldn't care you know um oh my God what's uh what's a Will's brother's name um Jonathan yeah I wouldn't care if Jonathan died. Uh, I wouldn't care if Argyle died, which is, but he's been he's an awesome character so far too. Um, you know, it really meant something for him to die. I just felt like he didn't have to die. You know what I mean? Like I think the way they did it, maybe not so much. It's like he could have he could have gone out another way. You know? I think I think it, it well because then you gotta then you if you still kept him alive, then you gotta like delve into kind of a political not not so much political but more of a uh, now you gotta deal with like uh, how how does he integrate back into society because you right. want him because you, you want him to do that you want him hey he's got to clear his name now he wasn't the one that caused all these crazy murders it was 
you know, Vecna and, and the craziness. And it, you know, the funny thing is like Stranger Things does a great job of keeping the normal world and the uh, paranormal world separate somehow, you know? It was the cause of an earthquake. Well, we know it's not, we know it's not an earthquake, but the normal world thinks it's an earthquake, you know? So how does, if, if Eddie, if uh, Eddie Munson's alive, now you gotta try to bridge the normal world and abnormal, yeah. and you can't do that if he's alive. Yeah, I mean, right. it, 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 it kind of keeps it the same, separate, you know, separate when he's dead. And, and maybe season five is where they start to really bridge the two, and it's it's okay to do that because the series is going to end. So in a way, it's it's sad. You're right, Tank. I, I wanted him to li- live. Every, I think a lot of people wanted him to live, but it, it doesn't make sense to do it because then you got to bridge the two worlds together somehow. You know, how do you clear his name? Because I'm sure there's going to be people that still think, hey, he caused these murders. He's he's part of this Hellfire. He's the leader of the Hellfire Club. Yeah. So you know it. it it's kind of like it was in a way. I hate to say it, but like, hey, he he he's able to keep, he's able to still be a hero, and then he doesn't have to answer for you know what whatever he people accused him. Even we all knew he wasn't, he, and and you know he had his friends who knew he 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 wasn't the bad guy, but you got to convince the whole town of that. And I, I didn't want to see that, unfortunately for him. I it's like. If he did live, like, just leave. Just go get away from Hawkins, you know? Yeah. Or, like, <laughs> or, or just, like, like live in, like, it kind of like Little Nicky where he like where they live in, in hell. <laughs> and they love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, go, go ahead, Goose. Well, like, and here's the thing. Like, season five, they're obviously going to start bridging the gap between, you know, the upside down and the real world or our world. Um, they could have left him alive. They could have, you know, seen him. Uh, um, being arrested or whatever, and in season five, towards uh, at the very end, they could have left, you know, yeah. with it obviously being resolved because obviously there's this giant gaping hole in Hawkins. That's what she you said. You know, there's there's <laughs> there, there's clearly something coming out. Um, That's what she said. I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, they could have you know left them alive. I, I, for, for me, like, if you're going to kill off a darling, you know, kill off a darling that's going to affect the entire group and progress the story for the entire group other than just one main character. Um, you know, really, his death really only impacted um, Dustin. You know, Dustin was with him the entire time. And that was a heartfelt moment. Don't get me wrong, right? I love the character. Eddie. Like, he was um, he was an amazing character. Uh, and the fact that you, you, you got to fall in love with the character within, what, like, five episodes? rather than a full season says a lot about the character. Um, but yeah, it, it was, it was, I kind of saw it coming too, because I was trying to figure out how does, you know, how do they prove his innocence? You know, where they're going to go with it. Um, and yeah, you're right. It, it is the obvious, it is the obvious uh, resolution to that. Um, other than that, like I, I, I expected Max for sure. I did not expect for her to be, I thought she was done, honestly. Like once I saw her, her arms break and her legs break, I was yeah. like, "Okay, I'm, that's over." Like if it was me, that's it for me. Like I'm not coming back to this world. There's no way because that's what's waiting for me is is broken arms, broken legs. Like no. Yeah. Um. And am am I wrong? But like when when L was looking into her mind and she sees nothing but blackness, she's pretty much confirming that there's no brain activity there. She's definitely not in her own mind or, or she's not you know max isn't there it's pretty think, much just a husk yeah i think i think that's i think that's kind of 
the the idea, you know, or another possibility is that someone else has her mind and, you know, so yeah. it, it makes more of the compelling, like, we gotta, we gotta find a way to stop Vecta for good in season five and, 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 and bring back, Ma- bring back Max to who she is. Um, because Elle essentially performs a miracle, you know, but it's, it's an incomplete miracle. So, yes. you know, it, 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 it's, it, it's all great setup for season five. And I think that I, I loved how it, it really just like, you know, it does set the stage. Uh, you got, you got this hole from, that was made by the four deaths, right. Uh, in Hawkins it's, 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 and then everyone's there now, you know, you got, uh, Hopper back from Russia, you know, you got, um, Will and, and, uh, you know, L and, and, um, uh, uh, Anyway, there, you, there, you got every, you got all the characters back essentially yeah. in Hawkins. You're ready for the showdown now, whatever that's going to be, however many episodes it's going to take, yeah. you know. So, and then of course you got the and another story. You got the military on your back because apparently, you know, you got that one. Uh, I don't know. I guess he's a general or something. He's yeah. he's kind of gun. He just wants to shut it all down. Like L's the problem for all this and their experimentation with. You know, spying on the Russians. I'm gonna shut it all down. So does he just like throw a nuke at Hawkins? Like I'm done with it because this is a way to get rid of it. There's so many good like, you know, things diversion at Hawkins. Yeah, exactly. All these possibilities of what's gonna happen, and um, you know, it, it's a great buildup for season five. Absolutely. Right. I, I I definitely I definitely knew it was it was Eddie when he turns to Dustin. He's like. Don't ever change, man. And it's like far, oh. like far from like, like, like Dude. from from anyone. I was like, oh damn it, you motherfucker! Like I know it. And then I was like, all right, cool. And then when Max, like when Max was doing her thing, all up in the air, all just fucking just chilling, breaking bones and shit. I was like, <laughs> yeah, she's not gonna die. Like that's just too dramatic. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't, you don't fucking like this. If you if you think about it, like this, like the story's been around around her. You know, not primarily, but like there's a good chunk of Max in the uh, in the last two episodes, well, in the last season, and it, I think that's great. Uh, I think Max Max is a great character. Um, so yeah, so yeah, she's not. I think she's gonna have a. To me, my opinion, I think she's gonna have a great big role about how she comes back to life and and what she does, and maybe in the upside down. That's just my thought. Um, and she's gonna like become fucking strong as fuck or something. I don't know. Um, but I do want to talk about one thing because I was a little, at first I was disappointed and I was like, ah, well, it was all right. Uh, I, I think I brought it up last time, uh, last week when we talked about the master of puppets scene and I was like, man, there could have been better songs, uh, about, uh, you know, that, you know, uh, that Eddie could have played during that. And that was like, you know, the trooper, uh, maybe, uh, some Slayer. Uh, you know, songs around that during that time. I, I was even, I even said like Ace of Spades, but that was like that was like a, a reach. Um, but I do, I did some digging, and dude, like Eddie, Eddie in general is like a tribute to like a real life thing, like a real mm-hmm. life real life people. Uh, there is a story called uh, Paradise Lost. It's a documentary on HBO Max that you can find it at. And um, it's about uh, three boys uh, n- labeled the West Memphis Three. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. 
and they were targeted at. I mean, if you listen to and watch all like the the whole documentary, you're like these motherfuckers didn't do shit. Like, there's no right, like, right. there's no way they did this, and they were targeted because they were supposed Satan Satan worshippers loved metal music, and mm-hmm. and if you watch the documentary, it's like heavily heavily like it's all Metallica, you know. And I'm like, oh, man, like, that is so cool to have that. I mean, and then if you look at it up, if you look it up, too, you'll see, like, yeah, like, Eddie was uh, inspired uh, by the West Memphis Three. So when you hear Master of Puppets, I'm like, yeah, that's dope. I like it. I I think, you know, it's funny you brought that up. I think subconsciously that's also why it's like I don't want Eddie to live, man. I don't, I, or, I don't know, because it's like it brings me back to that. It, dude, they're, they're, the, uh, watching that documentary, not you brought that up, Tang, watching that documentary make me feel so sad for those boys. Yeah. Uh, you know, that pretty much lived their whole life in the prison system. And, you know. And the only reason they got out was because the state knew, well, I, I think the state knew they were innocent the whole time. Right? Yeah. Because that stupid fucking judge, that piece of shit judge, kept on denying the appeals, right? And, uh, and, and they got out because. They entered a plea of guilty, and it's like, wait a minute, fuck you. These guys are pleading guilty, and they're getting out, versus when they pleaded innocent and they stayed in? Like, <laughs> that's so ass-backwards, bro. Yeah, it, it's a fuck dog, dude. Yeah, it pissed me so, off. So Eddie Munson goes out a hero. He he, he, saves, the, he saves the world, essentially. Not, I mean, you know. Yeah, he, no, he does. Way. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, it's, it's such a for, – for, for that type of person, you know – did, did you want something like that for for those West Memphis Street Boys? I mean, not saying I want them to die or anything, but yeah, they got Eddie Munson got the freedom to choose that where these boys didn't. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's kind of like it. That's in a way where it's like that you're saying it's a tribute, you know. Yeah. So I, I, I it's, it's just when you brought that up. I was like, wow, okay, that makes sense. You know, yeah, it's a sad. He, he's a he because also you know you love this character. You you know he was on a redemption arc anyway too. The way things are going and. Uh, you know, you just want the best for him, but then in the end, he chose. He made that choice too, and he, he did it because he, he he loved the people he was with. And yeah, absolutely. You know, he or he was building such a strong bond with this group, especially with uh, those that are already in the Hellfire Club. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'll, I'll say this much: like uh, visually, that scene, like the the most metal rock concert. He- uh oh. The most metal rock concert that ever lived because Metallica is so cool, right? Is that what you're trying to say, Goose? No, I would say visually the way that it looked, you know, with, with uh, you know, you have the red sky, you have, you have you yeah. demon bats from hell surrounding you. Like, look, coming- like, look, if I'm going to hell and I don't see that, I'm leaving. Like, I don't care what <laughs> I, I'm leaving. You know what I mean? I'm out. <laughs> no, but also like even when he decides to 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 fight and, and give more, you know, give them more time, um, it was just cool to see him have you know like a spear and you know this this makeshift shield and seeing these bats from hell kind of crashing against it. Visually, it's a it's it's a really cool scene. Yeah. Um, it, it's definitely a redemption arc, like 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 Steven was saying. Um, and like I'll be honest, like I I didn't. I didn't have a, a, a dry tear duct at the very end when he, you know, he's pretty much confessing, Hey, like take care of the little sheep. Um, and I, and pretty much asking, Hey, I did good. You know, I, I, I didn't, I didn't run. Right. Like, like, yeah, I, I, yeah. 
Like that yeah. part. Hey, hey why you gotta bring a bullshit, man? Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> it just hit me. You know, it's like, oh damn. Yeah, man. shut like, up about it, right? I'm still not over <laughs> it. <laughs> Where's my tissues? Yeah, uh, you know, you're before right. Before we go on, before we go on, I, I will. I want to ask you because well, I wanted to bring it up last week. How satisfying was that Jock's death? Oh, that, that, dude. Oh, man. Oh, like, it that. was so nonchalant. Go ahead, Goose. Oh, no, you broke up there for a moment, so say it again. Okay, that, that Jock, the, the, the really horrible Jock that was fighting oh, Lucas. Oh, my God. How satisfying was his death? How satisfying? It I would have that. That's fine. Not only that, but the fact that Lucas also kind of came to the realization that, you know, he 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 should be his own person, not really follow the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was kind of like the cherry on top. It really was. You know, to I, see. I did like that. Yeah. But I liked how his body just burned, like he just went in half. Like he did it, 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 it did it was he was a part of the house at that point. It was like a, an afterthought, and you know. Yeah. It was. A, you know what I mean? It was just an afterthought, and that's like that's the most satisfying death. Like it wasn't dramatic. It wasn't sincere. There was no passion in it. It was just like no, you're a byproduct of what's happening, and I don't care that you're yeah. here. Like I you fuck, yeah, you go exactly. fuck yourself. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the cherry on top. Yeah, yeah, you dickhead. <laughs> but that, but I, that speaks so much volume. Like that, like yes, the, the, like the whole Kate Bush thing about her not when that never like selling that song or you know lending the rights to it. You know, to anyone else but Stranger Things, and then like like giving the audience like stuff that you didn't know we wanted. You know, like you wanted him to die. Yeah. We wanted to see this like crazy death for him or have some sort of like justice, dude. That is like the mo- that's like you know that's like the dingleberry stuck in your butthole that you just kind of flick <laughs> out. You know, like with, a, with another piece of toilet paper, and it's yeah. like you don't even know it existed. You know what I mean? Like it oh, just it just yeah. it just left. You know, so yeah. like it, the the. I love like they 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 pay attention to so, like the writing in it is just so amazing. I and, oh, God, yeah. it's beautiful. I, and I I also like you know Will. Uh, like they're obviously they, they have hints here and there that Will is different in in he's, the sense he's that he's gay for Mike. Right, exactly. And yeah. you know, so, I, at least that's what I think. A lot of people are saying no, and I'm like, really though. Like, okay, the moment when he looks away, he's telling uh, Mike about, you know, how he's supposed to feel for L, and then he yeah. turns away, and he's, like, crying to himself. Yeah. That's kind of how you know, okay, it's a little more than you being there t- helping your friend about L. It's how yeah. you feel about him. You know, you, you kind of bridge the gap a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah. it's like, do you put your, uh, put your upside down in my mouth, man. <laughs> <laughs> I liked I liked his conversation with Jonathan, you know, at at the pizza store. First of all, that pizza scene was hilarious when Argyle Argyle's pretty much convincing the other surfer uh surfer oh, yeah. boy let them use her their their uh their freezer. It was just like I, I probably rewound it like probably three or four times just to watch that one scene because it was just so so hilarious. But um his uh, his conversation with with uh with Jonathan was was really good. It was really heartfelt and touching too. Um, yeah, it, 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 a, it, it allows a lot of those him... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. I mean, there was a lot of those moments in in the last episode, but I feel the ones that, that held, that kind of were above all, were the conversations conversation between Will and Jonathan, and um, 
and Eddie and, and, and Dustin. Those definitely kind of just took. I don't know, like they they outshone. Yeah, they, they still count out for you. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I, I appreciated that 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 conversation with Will and his brother. Um, I it, it, I think it allows him to like be more free and open about how he feels. You know, um, if he is gay, you know what I mean. I, I mean, I, they could be leading to that, or maybe it is something else. But you know, I think it's about time that Will gets his neck checked out. I mean, because that thing that thing is 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 fucking crazy, bro. Like he, this is like I don't think you're supposed to get bumps like that on a regular basis. Um, but if you look at the Stranger Things five. Uh, uh, poster. Uh, let me try to pull it up real quick. Stranger Things five poster. Okay, I have it pulled up, and it, it it's a picture of Vecna and Will, and Will's like, uh, uh, you know, with his eyes almost in the back of his head, and it says Hawkins will fall. Now, uh, that's not coming out till twenty uh twenty twenty four. Fuck my life. Uh, <laughs> good lord, and um. But it's funny that it says Hawking's will. Will. Oh, uh, okay. Dude, what if it's like it, bro? And yeah, and will dies, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or, or Mike dies, and Will can't confess his love to Mike. Mm. Yeah, no, that's not gonna happen. But you know, kind of like it, you know. Well. Duffer Bros will figure. Duffer Bros will figure it out, and it's gonna be epic. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, they take their take their time. I mean, take their time. It was it was a quite a bit of time from between season three and season four. And, well, that's uh, like, that, that's only strictly because of COVID. So. Right. Well. Yeah. It's, it's true. It's true. But still, I mean, a great season. I, I mean, Absolutely. you know, overall, I mean, it, it's it's kind of those things where like, okay, am I gonna get? Am I gonna have enough of Stranger Things? And it's like, you know, because it's been around for a while now. And they made it. They made it. They successfully uh, found a way to make it fresh and, and like you're just glued to every episode. You want to see what's going to happen next, you know. Um, so yeah, great job, man. Yeah. Um, dang, I lost my train of thought. Wow. Oh shit. What were you? Okay. Never mind. I lost it. It's gone. Fuck. Still that was tired, a good one. Man. Yeah. I know. No shit. <laughs> oh, that's what I was gonna say. Um, a lot of people, I, I, not a lot of people, I've been reading here and there because, dude, first of all, I love the show. Like, there's The Office. Like, seriously, here's The Office mm-hmm. and, like, Stranger Things, like, just slides right over Ooh. its ass, dude. Like, just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it's that, and, and, and a lot of people, and I, I'm going to say this honestly, really quick, and uh, I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan. I'm not the biggest Star Trek fan. I'm not the biggest Lord of the Rings fan. I'm not really big into, like, crazy fantasy you know or sci-fi mm-hmm. but horror sci-fi like that's like that's like the perfect mix for me i love horror movies and uh i, I love you know and, and you know what i like star trek better than star wars if i'm gonna be honest and it's kind of like the they the the realism and i'll take this with a grain of salt the realism of star trek is more believable than star wars i'm just saying that um mm. that's just my thought and uh, anyway so the, uh, there's no- the what why because there's no space magic well, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it just to me, like it, it's just more about. It's, it's not about all the fucking like, oh, you read my mind, or you know, I'm gonna fucking pick you up with my mind. It, I don't know. Uh, 
A- Anakin's arc. We can go into that for, for for three years. Anakin's arc, Vader's arc, the new movies. They can all suck a dick. Uh, so uh, anyway, that's why I like Star Trek better. And anyway, I'm getting off track. Goose, do you mind? All right, all right. No, I'm just playing, bro. I'm just playing. No, what I was gonna say, I've just been reading here and there that a lot of people are upset, like that they waited so long because you know there wasn't a pandemic in, going on in the world, and uh, that they look it's 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 uh, it's it's unrealistic now because they're all you know they're pretty much grown up, bro. Look, I don't care. <laughs> they could be fucking eighty and still be banging these things out. <laughs> I'm still gonna fucking watch, you know. Uh, yeah, it, it, that it's it was just, that that was just dumb. And anyway, hey, um, before we get into the final thing, um, uh, I just, uh, I just wanted to just really quick, uh, just give props to someone who uh, helped me become a a nerd, uh, growing up and uh, a recent passing. Uh, the creator of Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, Kazuki Takahashi, uh, passed away at the age of 60. Uh, I love Yu-Gi-Oh. I still watch the fucker, uh, and I still I still collect the cards, you know. Um, so, uh, you know, rest in peace, man. Thank you for thank you for molding my nerd brain, and I really do appreciate that. And uh, you know, speaking of uh, molding nerd brains. Uh, the final thing, unfortunately, Goose, you will not be able to participate since you did not watch the video. Uh, there was a fan uh, fan clip made uh, with um, Dragon Ball mixed with Dragon Ball Z. And, uh, oh, well, god dang it, what was it called? A legend? A super, uh, a Dragon Ball tale? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, a uh, yeah, Legend of Dragon Ball tale. Yeah, Legend of Dragon Ball tale, yeah. So, it takes place at the 23rd or 32nd uh, martial arts tournament when Goku is fighting Chi-Chi, and he doesn't remember who Chi-Chi is because she grew Chi-Chi's. And <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> you know, so he's, like, fi- trying to figure it out, you know. Uh, so, and then all of a sudden, uh, Brawly comes in and fucking starts wrecking shop. And then all of a sudden, fucking Prince of All Saints comes in. Vegeta comes in and gets you know it's it was nice to see Vegeta get his due, man. Uh it was a very very well written clip. What did you think about it, Steven? Well, I mean, and then well at the very beginning it kind of shows um, you know Vegeta a small origin story. Yeah, like if you remember, like it, it you know so like he has a purpose to you know. For for himself, um, I think it's like you'll see King Vegeta, his father, speak about it a little bit, and then you know, then it, it cuts to that um, the martial arts tournament. I think it was very interesting. I, I you know I always like to see um, people's different you know story because it, here's the thing: you can make your own, you can animate, uh, you know, do your own type of animation without, of course, you know, copyright infringement or anything yeah. like that. You can you can try to do something like that, um, but I think this creator really not only we, he was trying to make his own thing yeah. um, from from uh, uh, his his love of Dragon Ball, Absolutely. you know, um, and I, I think that's a really bold move to take. Um, 
you know, it, it, it's, it, it, now this is obviously, this is a very short film or, or you know, and, yeah, and like you can't, minutes, yeah. you're, yeah, you really can't get into, well, how, how, how did Vegeta do this? Or how did, how did Kakarot grow up? Or how did, how did they, he, how did they he, skip two seasons of uh, the Saiyan saga? <laughs> right. Yeah. He, I mean, oh, and then just jump to Brawley. I mean, how yeah. did he, but, but uh, of course that's not the point. Yeah, so, it's not the point. You know, um, I, I think with what they, I mean, and I, I don't know if you watched the very end of it too. Tank, oh yeah, or, absolutely. And he's talking about what you know, the time spent and like four and, years. Know, yeah, four years, and and I'm, I'm sure it was just like it's like he got animators and voice actors to do this one thing on one month, and then wait another couple of months for the next piece, and then yeah. another couple of months for the next piece. And so it, it's yeah, it was obviously something that took some time. I'm sure he did other things while that was going on, but it's definitely a passion project, and you can see it. Um, you know, so I, I I like the bold move he took. I I, I it's interesting that he made um, the Saiyans more animalistic. You Very, notice that, like yeah, and you can, them more, you can almost hear like the monkey sounds, like they made. Well, I mean, I I kind of got hints of like dog or cat like in there too it's yeah like, it's oh, really interesting. yeah yeah like the 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 uh the level that uh that goku takes it's very it was very wolf cat like i don't know but it yeah was, yeah it was it, it was interesting to see and it, I, I i did my best i was like dude don't fucking nitpick this motherfucker because you're gonna fuck it that's not the point you yeah. know yeah, yeah guess what motherfucker it's not canon like it's not supposed to be canon <laughs> no no it's not yeah to, yeah so. dude yeah so it was it, it was brilliant go ahead sorry i'll let you finish no it's, it's i think you know he uh but i think he stuck true to more of a you know uh an anime fight sequence than anything else yeah, and and, and was really crisp about it you know um even even you know the energy uh beams and everything were you know impressive to see and, and see that animated you know again because he's such a fan of the show he knew you know this is how it pops off this is how you know the hits are gonna look this is how you know oh and then like you know just just showing the power of the of the uh, of the uh you know of, of the characters or especially brawley taking chi chi's arm and just like crack oh yeah <laughs> you know or then like you know uh, uh uh shattering vegeta's ribs you know, it's just like that's Dude, yeah, that that's was, such a that was my favorite part of the whole thing. I think it's just like again that level of detail. Like, yeah, you know what? It's almost like here's what I can show. If I would do my own anime and come up from the ground up, here's what you're gonna see. And I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. If you made an anime, I'd watch it because you know your your your, your level of graphic is really good too. So um, you know, and I think that's probably what's the point. You know, this is my fan. This is a fan made. This is my love. This is what I I've, I've watched growing up. But this is also what I can do. This is what I can, you know. And of course, he, you know, at the very end, he'll sh share his links and Instagram stuff like that. To, or and uh, I think he has a Patreon as well. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it, it, no, it was it was really really well done. Um, you know, as far as the story, I mean, yeah, you can't really. Unfortunately, you can't dissect more. You can't dissect a story within this film, and also you can't get a sense of okay, well, how would you? What kind of story would you bring to another anime? I can't get that from this, but Absolutely. you know the animation and the fighting were, were really good, and 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 the you know um, just the just the, the the seeing how much he really is a fan of anime right. was 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 pretty well represented in that film. I the only thing I, I did, I mean, I kind of did pick a little bit. The same thing oh, as you I, think. No, I, I did like, too. I did the whole time. I was like, 
wait a minute, they know the Kamehameha wave together? I mean, and, what? And, and, they don't, and they don't even know each other. Like, uh, what, yeah, what's that? <laughs> so, okay. And, but, uh, and then, you know what I nitpicked? Like, the biggest one, when when uh, when Goku was, was changing forms, and they were playing the 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 uh, the Super Saiyan three theme, and I was like, no, that's not the right theme. Like, that's that's Super <laughs> Saiyan three. You don't play that. <laughs> oh, also, how does you know? I think you see that scanner report. Uh, I think Goku, Vegeta's showing that at like Goku three hundred. You can't be a Super Saiyan on power level three hundred. <laughs> yeah, probably makes sense. He's like off the charts. He broke your scanner. That makes sense. You can't do that. Yeah. What's, what's going on here? What's going on? But yeah, it, you know, again, <laughs> you're like, I don't want to make that jump. It's okay. I get it. He's, you know, no, the yeah. fighting. Yeah, the fighting was was well done. I think. I, sure. I I definitely love the the fact that it was Vegeta like like motivating Goku. And it's like, hey, you're gonna die, dude, if you don't come with me. Hey, you're you're not ready. Like I'm ready. You know, I've been ready. I've been training for this, and you know, uh, it, it's nice to see. It's nice to see someone's idea of the franchise, like where Vegeta get gets his due, and I, I dig that. I th- yeah, I do think that. So yeah, I mean, I guess to to correct myself a little bit. So I mean, I, he did. I mean, again, I couldn't get a grasp of story, but. He had the beginnings of something good, you know. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. what, what is, what if in an in a alternate universe, Vegeta is actually like a leader of Saiyans, and yep. he's trying to gather all other like lost Saiyans, and like we gotta, we gotta stop this. And what's the war for? Is it Frieza? Is it some other unknown entity that the Saiyans are trying to fight? You know, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting concept, and I think it was something that I, I'm sure he'd want to like elaborate on. Of course, probably just can't, but you know, it's 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 um, you know, what what would he build? What if he were to make his own anime? Would that be the preset? Like, is he gonna build one where it's like this lost race that has to save the world or save themselves, and they're coming back to different planets to find them? So yeah, there was a little bit of story in it, and but not you can't do too much, of course, with that shorter yeah. time frame. But it's a good it's a good start, man. It's a good it's a good like ah, uh, you know, definitely an anime feel and and something that would would keep you watching every episode. And not gonna get sued, uh, TFS style, you know. <laughs> nah, you don't need that. You don't need that. Yeah. 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 No, you're good. You're good. You made you made Goku a cat a little bit. You're yeah. okay. You're yeah. fine. You got it. Had that Inuyasha vibe to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah. Goose, but if you watched it, you probably you, if you watched it, you you probably make that comparison. I again, I haven't really watched Inuyasha as much as you have. So, um, <laughs> I just but... tried watching it again. <laughs> it's hard it's so hard uh but hey you know uh yeah i don't want to give away too much about the the that clip because I, I think you need to experience it for yourself but yeah definitely give it a watch i'll leave the link down below uh and yeah go go support that because that i mean that that that's what like isn't that like the point of like to me like this is what the point of the podcast is like this is like what molds us as kids and this is why we're, we we want to talk about it like we enjoyed this so much like people have made careers out of that you know there's a guy that made a career as an artist because of like the things he loves and uh mm-hmm. and yeah it, it's great it, you know animate like it's not just a waste of time you know <laughs> like you know, like like other people would say but so um yeah definitely go watch it give it the links down below uh next week definitely talk about sonic frontiers and we'll go from there. Uh, but hey, you know, great episode, guys. Uh, I am burning up in this room. 
Uh, but it has been an hour, so, you know, we are good on time, so. Uh, hey, uh, if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to follow us on Spotify, uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcast, uh, leave us a five-star review, uh, yeah, you know, do your thing. Uh, I'm Tank Rodriguez, and of course, you've been listening to, uh, good old Goose and, uh, Lord Stephen of Elden, uh, good mm-hmm. old steve Uh, we'll see you next time, folks. Bye, everybody. Bye.